Ah, oh, you're back. Well, it's good to see you again. It's been a while. Please pull up a seat. So, shall we get down to business? Oh, you have something you want to ask me? Very well, business can wait. Has been an awfully long time, hasn't it? Let's catch up. What happened to deniable assets? Ah, oh, well, an unfortunate combination of equipment malfunctions, both electrical and biochemical. I'm sorry, that was in poor tastes. Man is dead, after all. But given who he was, I'm sure he would appreciate the humor. But yes, a brick deck and the untimely passing of Wolf's father has seen the boys away for some time. They are back in town now, and I believe everyone should look forward to what they have in store. Well, they did keep me updated with their activities while in Texas. I suppose I could spin an entertaining yarn. Very well. Archie, some appropriate music, please, sir. Texas in July is a hot place. Granted, compared to Texas in August, it's a vacation, but in July it's still not the op most optimal of conditions. Wolf is from San Angelo in West Texas, just north of the border with Ozitlan. It's here this day that he says goodbye to his father for the last time. Richard Walker had a few professions in his life. A truck driver, motorcycle mechanic, Border Patrol officer for the CAS, but none of these jobs compared to his last, a daredevil. Richard had become a truck driver so that he could travel with the touring stunt team. He became a motorcycle mechanic so that he could fix all the bikes he broke trying to do stunts, and finally became a Border Patrol officer because, well, it was time for a real job and Wolf needed things like school supplies and food. As they lower the casket down, Wolf and his brother cast their handfuls of dirt and stoically bid Richard farewell. In an empty bar, four patrons sit. Wolf stares dejected into his glass of whiskey while Mr. Clean and Enigma do their best to distract his thoughts. Cypher quietly sips a can of soda. So the next thing we should look into is removing the doggy door into the studio. I like your dog, Wolf. Really, I do. But you just can't help it but get into everything. All that hair is going to junk up any cooling system. Clean, man, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but I just don't think it's working. <sighs> I didn't think it would, but I figured I'd try anyway. Thanks, guys, but I don't think this is going anywhere anytime soon. Well, look on the bright side. He died doing what he loved. People like crashing at high speeds into canyon walls. <laughs> <laughs> no, kiddo. I mean that he was trying to make the jump over Devil's Gorge. And, well... The silence falls over the four of them. Enigma bites her lip, hoping she hasn't said too much, and Cypher shifts uneasily in her seat. What an idiot. I mean, maybe he knew it would happen. I believe he thought that that 38 T-Bucket would have enough power to make the jump. 
dumbass. Oh. I mean, whatever. It's all whiz. He just did whatever he wanted, right? And I guess that's what fragging matters. Silence again falls over the group, each trying to figure out in what way they can help their friends with his painful loss. But in the end, each of them comes up with nothing. So finally, Clean simply moves the conversation along. Well, what other business needs tending to before we head back home then? Yeah, they're uh, reading the will tomorrow. All right, you sit through the will and then we head back home. We still have our equipment issue to handle after all. Sorry. No, hey, don't worry about it. I'm sure he wasn't trying to sound like a dick when he said that. Yeah, sorry, don't worry about it, kid. The next day, the survivors gather in the office of Richard's lawyer. Wolf is joined by his brother, his grandmother, and aunt and uncle. They listen as the lawyer reads out the final will of their father, brother, and son. The will itself isn't long, but it was dictated by Richard. So the language is at times colorful and at other times crude. But as it starts to wind down, the lawyer turns to Wolf. This next passage is directed entirely to you. (laughs) Wow. Even the dog didn't get a whole paragraph. Finally, to my son Jackson. I leave my 1948 Model A Lincoln. It's in the garage and you're welcome to it. Keys are in the ignition. I only ever drove it around the block a couple of times. Uh, Your father rambles on about the specs of the vehicle for some time. Do you wish to continue? Or shall we finish here? (laughs) No, it's fine. If there's nothing else, let's just wrap this. The Walker family parts and Wolf rejoins his team who waited outside. Later, they drive to Richard's home. They enter and the faint scents of food and flowers linger in the air. The wake had been held here earlier, but Wolf had missed it as the flight from Seattle had been delayed. He paused for a moment to inspect the dozens of flower arrangements. Looking at one, he notices the card before it. It reads from the Swan family. Huh. Hey. Thank your mom for the flowers. You bet. Alright, which way to the garage? Let's see this 130-year-old hot rod. Yep, right through here. Wolf leads the team through the house and opens the door to the garage. An old habit kicks in, and despite the adequate daylight, he flips the light switch, but the garage is empty. Where's the car? Are we sure it was this garage? Does he have another? No, it's supposed to be right here. He never took it out of the garage, so where the hell is it? Wolf, calm down. Breathe, Omei. No, dude, somebody had to have taken it. I mean, I mean, look, the lock's even broken. Somebody fragging took my dad's car. Wolf, calm your dreck. We'll find out who took it, but I need you to chill first, okay? Yeah, okay, chill out. Sure, I can do that. Good, Enigma, Cypher. See if you can get into any CCTV networks, private security, traffic cameras. Let's find this car. We're on it, right Cypher? It's a uh, 1948 Lincoln chassis, 
12-cylinder with a uh, Model A Ford body. You're looking for a hot rod Lincoln. Thank <laughs> you.